Welcome to the Yanagita Podcast Show, Episode 10. I'm with special guest, Troy Hashimoto, representative. I'm so excited. And we got co-host, our director of podcast, Serene Morales, and yours truly, Justin Yanagita. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, Justin, and good morning to everyone. I'm, I'm glad to be here and to, to join you for this exciting podcast. Oh, man. Thanks for joining us. And, you know, one of the things is we're just curious. Uh, could you share, like, who is Troy Hashimoto? Who are you, brother? Yeah, no, I, I think that's, that's a really good question. I, I'm just a, a, a local boy. I was born and raised here on Maui. I'm, my family's been here for a while. I was actually, mm -hmm. we're actually a fifth generation family right here on Maui. And so mm -hmm. we are deeply rooted here. Um, I grew up um, with on my family's farm. They, they mm. own a persimmon farm. And so I think a lot of my values have been derived from just kind of working the field, rain or shine, you got to go out and you got to harvest and you got to do things until the job is done. And so I think as I grew up, the, the, the people that worked the hardest in my life were my parents and my grandparents, you know, I'd always go out and what they were doing out in the field and then of course once you do that they say okay now you get to work too so i think that's that's really where my foundation yeah. of uh, where i come from uh, you know went to school here went off to the mainland for college mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but i returned after five years after getting my undergraduate and master's degree mm. um, and i think i've always my, my, my bottom line has i've always wanted to contribute to the community and so I think, you know, one way that my way that I, I like to contribute to the community is through government. And I think I think government has such a wide reaching impact to everyone. And so I think I've been lucky to have been uh, worked for former council member Mike White, and he mm. used to chair the Maui County Council. So I worked for him for eight years. Mm -hmm. I learned from a really great guy. He is uh, one of the most principled people that I know. And he also is the general manager of the Kanapali Beach Hotel. So after his time, eight, year, uh, eight years on the council, he went back to the hotel. And Kanapali Beach Hotel is actually go undergoing a huge renovation right now. And mm -hmm. He's almost ready to retire, but uh, I think that's his last project. I love that. And I've been serving uh, Wailuku in the state house since 2018. I got appointed mm -hmm. by Governor Ige uh, after Josuki resigned. And um, I, I ran for election and was elected outright um, in 2018 as well. So it's been a whirlwind, uh, but there's so many issues that mm. are facing our community. And that's, that's my you know, commitment to everyone is to, to work through those issues to, to make it easier to live on Maui, you know? Mm. Troy, I love that, man. And I, like, everyone's curious, what initially like, piqued that interest? Because you know, you're a local guy or just, you know, you're down to earth. Everybody loves you. And we're all curious, like what piqued your interest in politics and how did that whole process start for you? Yeah. You know, I think it's funny because my parents, my mom and dad do not like politics at all. They're not political <laughs> people. Um, so it's, it's weird that I, um, you know, got really involved in politics. Um, but I think it, when you take a look at my grandparents, they mm. were the ones that were actually very involved in the community. And I think that's where I kind of get it from that spirit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, uh, I think on the back of, you know, here you can see some photos of, you right. know, that this is actually a photo that my, my, uh, my 
grandma on my mom's side got from Patsy Mink. It's Patsy Mink with mm. Lyndon Johnson. And so she was a big Patsy Mink supporter. And she used to go out and sign wave with her. Um, actually, that's the photo right here um, on, on that side. Oh, yeah. um, they're, they're sign waving. And so, you know, they, she was really involved in the community um, with, with various politicians. And then my grandfather on my dad's side, who was a farmer, he actually was, you know, a, a pioneer um, in the farming community and a leader in that respect, because back then you had to be pretty innovative. So, you know, I, I don't know if you remember, but on Lower Main Street, there used to be the Farmers Exchange and it used to be, it was one of the largest co-ops on Maui. And so uh -huh. he was a founder of that. And so really? he, essentially what the co-op was, is you would uh, take all of the things uh, that people grew Mm -hmm. And they would use their power to then sell it wholesale, right? So you'd, you'd have a purchasing oh. power of all these other entities um, and sell them to on Oahu, on other, other neighbor islands. So that was pretty innovative for his time. It, it has since closed, but the concept mm -hmm. of a co-op is coming back again. Coming back, um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that was pretty innovative for his time. So I think it's that spirit mm. um, of, of my grandparents that really, you know, influenced me. And then I think it was just kind of enjoying helping people. And I think it started for me back in, you know, high school. I think I've always was interested in government and, you know, trying to make a difference in that respect. And so I think that's really when it got started. And I was mm. lucky enough um, when I was a senior in high school to serve mm -hmm. on the Hawaii State Board of Education as a student member. So I, yeah. I got elected statewide by my peers and mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was an incredible opportunity. So I think that was the, the first foray into politics and it kind of stuck with me because I think, hey, this is pretty cool. You can actually do a lot of interesting things um, and you can really make a difference because the, during the time that I sat on the board, it was actually still an elected board so there was a lot of activity going on. Mm. And one of those big things was, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, that was a time when the new funding concept got introduced called the weighted student formula. So oh. every school gets a certain amount of money for every student. Um, huh. And that was introduced back in 2004 and five when I was on the State Board of Education. Uh, and that kind of has revolutionized um, how schools are able to fund education. Uh, at least wow. it was kind of innovative at the time. I'm not sure if yeah. it's still innovative because I, I want to come back uh, to and uh, go to the legislature. I'm like, a lot of this hasn't changed since I was back then. Uh, I would think <laughs> that there'd be more iterations, but it's it's almost the same concept. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I think we innovation is really important. So, um, mm. we can continue to innovate as we move forward. Mm. And Troy, see, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, and people say that about you. Like, I always when I run into people or people they know about you or, you know, whatever it is, they're like, oh, you know, it's great to have a young guy who's innovative, who, you know, cares about the people and all this. And I want to go into a question about the, the teacher. This is from someone in our audience who mm -hmm. asked, um, I understand that, or cool, I understand that you're unable to share all the details behind the scenes, uh, but we are curious how teachers and those in education are going to be supported during this current situation, end quote. Yeah, so I think the, the interesting thing about the, mm -hmm. you know, teachers and being supported during this time is I think the legislature wants to be really supportive. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we are. It's just mm -hmm. the difficult part is we don't have direct control over what's mm -hmm. going on in our school system. So the legislature has 
the ability to fund the schools and that's mm -hmm. what we do and we rely heavily on the state board of education and they are the ones who operationally oversee the day-to-day -day activities of the department of education and the policy decisions and i think nationwide it's set up this way uh, because you know they wanted to theoretically have people who would focus on education rather than you know asking the legislature who has a oversees a whole bunch of things um, you know so they wanted a board that would focus on this and I think the hard part now is that a lot of people aren't connected with the Board of Education because they aren't elected anymore. I think after furlough Fridays, the last time the, the voters decided, hey, we want we want to get rid of elected members of the Board of Education and allow the governor to appoint those members. Mm -hmm. But in allowing people to appoint board members, we've kind of taken away that privilege of really connecting with those who serve on the board. And so I think it's times like these where community connections and community interaction is critical to making really good decisions. And so I think my, my ask is for, you know, everyone who's concerned is to continue being in touch with those board members because they actually have tremendous influence and power. Um, and I hope that they will make a really good decision on the operational aspects. I know that they, they have to approve moving school to start date to August 17th, which I think 17th. is a step in the right direction. Um, yeah. And I think that teachers need that two weeks to really figure out what mm. needs to be done. And I support giving teachers that time to plan and to adjust their classrooms. Um, and I think the fortunate thing right now is that money is not the issue. Right, we have a lot of federal uh, stim stimulus monies to assist teachers um, in whatever safety um, measures they need, and so mm -hmm. we just we need to deploy that money and spend that money to make sure that teachers uh, feel safe uh, when mm -hmm. in their classroom. And so I'm there, I'm there to, to support, uh, but unfortunately, I don't have a direct decision. But we will definitely mm -hmm. use our influence to keep moving this process along to make sure the best decisions are made. I like that, Troy. Dang. So that's amazing. The August 17th push, that's uh, that's official? The push back to the 17th? It's going to be official. So that's a deal that the Department of Education struck with some of the unions, but it will Got still it. have to be approved by the Board of Education this week. So Got it. that will, once the board approves that, um, mm -hmm. they, that will at least give some leeway mm. um, in, in in you know planning but we shall see hopefully the board makes a good decision and that's why i say they have a lot of influence in this matter yeah wow that's amazing you know and going into that troy like i'm just curious like what are some of your personal core values like because it seems like when i first met you yeah you're right because you just shook my hand you're you know just like hey how's it going you know thanks for being here this and that and and I was just like, huh, this guy, I like this guy. And I've always been curious, what are some of the personal values and why are those important to you? Yeah, you know, I, I think the, a lot of my values uh, revolves around uh, being committed. So if you're going to do something, you should do it well, right? Uh, if you're going to work out, do it well. <laughs> uh, if you're going to yes. go for a run, do it well. But um, and you work hard at, at doing it. And so mm -hmm. I think when I decided to embark on this, I think it's, I, 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 my mindset is you have to be all in. And if you're not going to be all in, then why even do it? Mm -hmm. um, and I think all part in. of it, yeah. And part mm -hmm. of it is, 
you know, I think if you're, you only have, being an elected official, you really only have a certain period of time. So you, you got to make it count. And if you're just going to be in there to just be there, it, there is, it doesn't make any sense uh, because, uh, you know, there's just so much need in our community. And so I think that's, that's really one of my biggest things um, is making to see all that through by working hard um, and making sure that we get something done and accomplished. But I think it's, it's, it's really my family. I think it's, you know, I'm not, um, I think they've really influenced me in making sure that you are, you follow through when you say you're going to do something and you're going to speak out, uh, make sure you have a solution. Just don't speak out to speak out at a certain mm, point. You got to do something about a solution. it. Yeah. And I think a lot mm. of times these days, it's easy to spout out on social media or go to protests or rallies. And I think those, those definitely have a place, mm. but I think you have to then follow it up by, you know, having some type of action. And I, I'm really about the action. And I think, being a staffer for, you know, on the Maui County Council really helped because that really teaches you what is the nuts and bolts of how to get things done. I think, mm. you know, one of the things that, um, you, you know, that I've kind of thought about and really seeing a lot of people being in office, I think, you know, and, and the reality is anybody can be in office, mm -hmm. right? But not everyone can figure out how to get things done while in office. I think that's the mm. harder part. Um, and I think being a staffer, that, that really helped me because I, you know, we had to do a lot of the, the groundwork to get things done. So at least I have some context of how to move things along, but um, mm. yeah, it's just interesting. Um, but you're, you're right. I think values are really important. And I really mm. go back to those four values of being humble, low key um, in action and getting things done. I like that. Humble, all in and getting things done. Solutions. Yeah. Dang, Troy, that's some good stuff, man. And, you know, staying on that topic, here's a perfect question that'll kind of lead into it from our audience too. Quote, what are some of the common mistakes that you see some other politicians making, end quote? Yeah, I think probably the biggest uh, mistakes or pitfalls that I think you, you will get into if you, you kind of stay in you know, politics for a while is that I think you kind of start to get immune to some of the concerns um, and you don't mm. get alarmed by some of the concerns. And cause I see that from some of my colleagues when certain mm. issues come up, mm -hmm. there's not a sense of urgency. I think mm -hmm. one of the things that is top of mind for me is young brothers. I think there was not a sense of urgency from some of my colleagues. I think it's on the front page of today's Maui news. Uh -huh. But there is a real possibility that young brothers will file for chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, and wow. the legislature was asked uh, to step in. But I think, you know, amongst my colleagues, especially because a lot of my colleagues are from Oahu, there was not, not that sense of urgency. And they mm. couldn't see how it, it would impact Maui County. And it, if young brothers shuts down, you know, Molokai and Lanai will have no way of getting cargo unless another cargo find yeah. another company to ship the goods to those islands. And so there is a tremendous risk um, if we do not take appropriate action. And so I think those are one of the things that I was deeply disappointed uh, in my mm. colleagues for not taking action during by the end of the, our, our session that we just ended um, in June. Mm. Um, and so I think that is something that I hope we will remedy at some point. And I think that is something that 
I hope that I will never get into. I think I will. I think being at eight years as a staffer and you know being a rep now, I think I've always tried to see the urgency and see the perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people bring a concern to me, I know that if they're bringing it to me, it has to be something that is critical. And mm. um, I think we need to show that we are we are making movement on those issues. And so I think, and sometimes I think because you see so many of those issues, some people become apathetic. But you know, I my hope is that that will never be me, um, and I try to stay um, with on the pulse of the community. Mm. I love that. And you know, that's what I noticed, Troy, is that you're always going around, you're always shaking hands, you're connecting with people. And like, I, I've actually heard this from quite a few people about your wave signing, uh, wave, uh, wave yeah. signing, uh, you know, when you're, you know, doing your, doing your, uh, the uh, signs. Yeah, and yeah. here's a great question that I got from mm-hmm. somebody on social media. Uh, she had, or she, I guess it's a question, quote, I noticed that you were sign waving alone mm-hmm. and I later realized you arrived and started before any of your supporters got there. And to me showed humility and your passion for serving. Where does that humility and sense of service come from? I know you talked about your parents, but where, where, where do you, where do you, is that where it is for your family or? What would yeah, you say? Mm-hmm. no, I, I think it, it's a lot of influenced by them. Um, I think part of me says that, you know, I think in a, when you're running a campaign, you, a lot of people rely on supporters, but I think, I think for myself, I try to do a lot of things uh, on my own to connect with people because I think that's really what the job is. It's me representing the community, not my supporters representing the community. I think sometimes mm. it's great to have your supporters, but, you know, I think, especially when I, like I sign wave, you know, I, I try and you know, at least make sure that people know that I'm out there. I think the other thing that I try to do is when I go door to door, I try to make sure that it's me. Um, and of course, obviously, we can't do it during these COVID times um, going door to door. But wow. my, my last election, you know, I, I was able to canvass the district two and a half times. Um, and so I, but I think most of that was with uh, on my own. I, of course, a few times I had some supporters, but you know, I think it's important to pe- that people know that, you know, it's, it's me actually trying to do it and that, that that's the care that I have to, you know, try and, you know, reach out to folks. And so that's just my philosophy of making sure that, um, if, as I said, if I'm going to do it, I need to make sure that we do it well and that people know that we're, I'm the one out there trying to be their representative and getting the, the pulse of what they feel is important. Um, and so I think that that's kind of where, where my philosophy on doing things on my own is. Uh, of course, I have a lot of great supporters and I'm always grateful for, for all that they do for the campaign. Um, I think this past election, because I couldn't do go door to door. We instead, I, I during COVID because I was stuck at home, I, we, I actually wrote postcards to people uh, oh. to send to them. Uh, and so we there sent- about 3,500 postcards out 3, to, wow. <laughs> uh, to constituents to just make sure that, you know, to ask them for support and in this upcoming mm-hmm. election and just a way to reach out, you know, to make sure people felt okay. And I gave them my cell phone number to reach out if they ever needed help. So um, wow. I, I think it just goes back to, you want to do something, uh, you know, make sure you, you are, you're going to do it well. Dang. 
try and you know speaking of that too where does this energy come from like are you like doing some sort of morning routine or working out or something because it's you have a lot of energy you know like, <laughs> like you're doing a lot of stuff you're calling people writing things doing this waves and you know, signing uh, like all kinds of stuff i'm curious like where does that energy come from yeah i don't i don't know where the energy comes from but it's I think a lot of it though, Justin, as mm. I think I really respect people like you because you really are promoting fitness. Mm. And I, I'm a true believer in staying active as well. Mm. Um, I think I look at some of the exercises you do and I wish I could figure out how to do those kind of things. And I, I will come to one of your classes one of these yes. days. Um, Heard it live, guys. Yes. One of the things that <laughs> I do like to do though is I, you know, because I, you know, I, I, although I like the, the movement and the, you know, different types of exercises, I think sometimes for me, because the day is just so stressful, I just want to do something that's pretty repetitious. So I do run. Um, and so, you know, I, not very fast, but I do try and get in a few miles every other day. Um, oh, and so I try to, that's, that's a way, an outlet for me to kind of de-stress mm -hmm. and stay motivated uh, you know, listen to podcasts as I'm running, catch up on the, the, the news of the day. Um, but, you know, that, that concept of staying active and fit, I think mm. I'm a true believer. And I'm so glad that you promote that throughout the community because it, it's different things for different people, right? And so I probably talk to a lot of people and they'd be like, you're crazy that you run, but that's my thing. I think But people need to find what's their thing, right? And that's, that's a hard thing to, to really figure out. And so I think I really appreciate the, the type of motivation that you bring to people um, and excitement. Um, and I think that's why people love, you know, going to Yanagita Fitness is because of your personality. And I think that's really what fitness is about sometimes is getting someone that you like to, to get you motivated to figure out what, what then you will like, right? So mm. I think that's great that you promote that because I feel like that has made my life so much better uh, mm. trying to stay active and fit. Dang. And you know, I, I love that. And that's so true because it's like a restaurant, right? It's like we, people will go for the food, but if the service and the waiters and the waitress and the host are awesome, even more so. And I just want to bounce it back to my team too, because they're the ones who are, you know, greeting everybody, you know, also with the enthusiasm. Hey, thanks for coming. You got to get a fitness. Appreciate it. We're doing air fives, right? Air fives. <laughs> we can't high five. So air fives, eight feet apart. And it's really them and our team and our coaches and all the members that come in. And so we're really thankful to have, just like what you're saying, your supporters and, you know, my team is uh, such a blessing and I don't know what I would do without them. So um, going into that, this is a great question too, from one of our, uh, I uh, came in, uh, quote, I noticed that you support a variety of local businesses and different events on Maui. And in my opinion, is a good way to connect as a public servant on the island. Uh, what are your thoughts on local businesses and how do you currently or plan to support them in the future as particularly during this time? Yeah, I can't imagine how you know, you're surviving, Justin, I think it must have probably been a really tough couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think you needed to really innovate to figure out what would work, uh, you mm -hmm. know, in times of COVID, especially being a gym, right? And I think I worry a lot about our small businesses here on Maui, because they truly are the backbone 
of keeping our economy going, keeping people employed, um, you know, allowing us services that we wouldn't have if these small businesses weren't open. And so I think their success really should be a concern for the community. Um, I think there's a lot of restaurants already that have announced that they're closing down. I'm sure there's other businesses that they've announced that they're, you know, probably going to shut down as well. And so I think we need to figure out how we're going to stop that, how we're going to curb that. And I think I've been working really closely with the mayor to, to find ways to use some of the federal stimulus monies that we received. And you, you have to remember that we worked really hard at the legislature to allocate 66.6 million to the county of Maui. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty big number because we were really worried that the state was gonna keep a lot of that money because mm -hmm. the state got about, um, well, overall the state got about $1.25 billion to mm -hmm. spend throughout the state. And so, you know, and then about 300 million of that went to the city and county of Honolulu uh, directly mm -hmm. because they have a population over half a million. Mm -hmm. And so we had to really fight to make sure that because Maui is smaller than half a million people, mm -hmm. we needed to fight to make sure that we got a proportional share of that federal stimulus. And so mm -hmm. I think luckily our leadership in both the House and the Senate worked with the neighbor islanders um, and, you know, we're lucky that actually the Senate president is from Kauai, so he also had a stake in wanting to give neighbor islands uh, a share of federal um, stimulus. And so we were able to get a proportional amount similar to the, what Oahu got. Um, so mm -hmm. our share was 66.6. .6. And so that went directly to the county of Maui. Um, and that, in, for um, purpose, is to help the community to deploy services that will be able to bridge um, you know families businesses until at least December so because the fund will expire in December in so December. I think my hope is that we will use a big chunk of that to really help small businesses and I think I, I just saw you know maybe a week ago that the mm -hmm. mayor is going to infuse some more money uh, with a partnership with the Chamber of Commerce to help oh. small businesses so maybe Justin, you check that out, see if your small business might qualify. Others yeah. should check it out to see if they qualify. Um, I know that the federal government is also relooking at the PPP loans. Um, they, they, and then this next round of stimulus, which is being negotiated by the federal government right now, I think they, there is some uh, contemplation of whether they will extend the PPP loans um, and to, to, or, or give another round of PPP. Uh, to see if that is something that um, will help bridge the small businesses of not only Maui, but throughout the United States. Um, so I think that is, is really, really important for small businesses because I know a lot of them are just hanging on right now by a thread and any small, um, you know, assistance will, will help. So we just have to stay, um, you know, vigilant, and we have to make sure that we continue supporting all of our community members during this time of need. Um, and so hopefully, you know, that, that will help uh, through December. And then, of course, we'll have to work with our federal government to see if anything else is, is possible. Uh, because at the federal level, things are very, very difficult. There's, there's different ideas going on, and it's really them trying to meld the two ideas back together to find some type of compromise. 
Um, so mm. we really are impacted in, uh, in Hawaii from that. So we will hope that they get, they settle that. Mm -hmm. Great. So, so for the local, so small businesses to reach out to chambers, check it out. Uh, any resources? Money's available. Money's available okay. at least until December. And so might until as well December. take advantage, right? Because okay. we don't want you to, to end up closing because you can't make yes. it work. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. I, I was just reading something about over a thousand different restaurants shut down permanently in the state. Um, and I'm just thinking, wow, a thousand restaurants. That's, that's a lot of restaurants. Um, so this is good. Chambers, almost a chambers of secret, like Harry Potter. <laughs> chambers of commerce, chambers of commerce, chambers of yeah. secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that kind of ties into the next one, uh, Troy. We're curious, like, what charities or community events are you currently involved or supporting at this time? Yeah, so we, I, I've been trying to help whoever has reached out, you know, to try and assist. Um, I know over the past, uh, every month, I've been helping the Bini and Ani. Uh, where oh, okay. They've been putting on a monthly food drive for those living in central Maui. Got um, it. So we've been really, you know, they've asked for help. So I've gone out and helped them and donated some money. I know there's many yeah. other organizations. I know, um, you know, King's Cathedral is doing a food drive. And I know a lot of other organizations are trying to help out where they can use monies to, to, to do, um, you know, either food or maybe, you know, not these days, school supplies. And so I think everyone is stepping up um, and trying to do their part. Uh, and I really appreciate everyone doing that because without it, that, you know, I think our, our community would be um, in really a bad place if we didn't have these community services. I think this past weekend when we did the food drive at the Biniarani, they, they gave out 840 some boxes of food wow. and it was gone wow. by, by 12.30. It started at 9.30 and so it just shows the tremendous what, what, When does this happen? At the Biniarani? Every what? month. Every yeah, every month. month they select a Saturday to do a, a food giveaway and the county of Maui um, through their produce um, uh -huh. you know, program with the Maui County Farm Bureau donates the produce, but community it. members are asked to supplement, and so they go out and get donations from local businesses. Um, and so Four Sisters huh. Catering, of course, gives a, a whole bunch of food. They, they prepare food, and then mm -hmm. a lot of just individuals are giving, you know, and so I think it's that, that community spirit um, is, is really what will carry us through and, and allow us to prevail as a community because it's just it's so much uncertainty because a lot of our hotels are going to be facing, uh, um, you know, more hurt because I think some of the hotels were trying sure. to furlough their employees for this entire time, but I think they just can't afford it. So they're probably going to start laying them off. But why furloughs were a little better was because at least some of their healthcare was paid for. And now right. once they start laying people off, you know, they're, they're going to lose that health care. They might get the unemployment, but, you know, the unemployment's going to go less farther because they have to pay for health care. So I think within these right. next couple of months, things are going to get worse for our community. Um, mm -hmm. So people, people now more than ever, we have to be vigilant and, and try and help one another um, because I think that there's going to be some tough times ahead. Wow, I agree, especially with the whole like the, the that industry, the hotel industry, and you know, going back uh, one step into the um, the once a month 
charity event. Mm -hmm. If people want to get involved in that and they want to contribute, how can they contribute or how can they learn more about that? Yeah, so head over to the Vinny and Ani Facebook page. Okay. Uh, in the Maui Filipino community, they, they mm -hmm. outreach. They always look for volunteers. Oh, okay, cool. um, and they always look for donations, any supplemental donations. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the next one will probably be later in August because it just happens. So usually they try and do it one month um, later. It. And so great way to give back to the community and help out uh, for those who live in Central Maui at least. Okay, no, that sounds good. So going into that, Troy, we're heading into some of our last questions from yeah. Ronnie. I'm just curious, and I'm also curious too is what is one of your proud moments as a representative or just throughout this whole process over the last couple of years? You know, I think the, mm -hmm. the best moments are when you can go to uh, groundbreakings and see some of the fruits of your labor. So I think just some context, you know, I think you can, you can pass bills. And mm -hmm. I was fortunate to, to pass a, one, a bill last session that I was really proud of. Um, it was relating to those with disabilities, um, you know, yeah. so essentially what you can, what the problem was is those with, people with disabilities would go to work for rehabilitation mm -hmm. purposes and to keep them busy. But when they mm -hmm. would make income, they would then, they would be counted against them because then they would lose some of this, uh, you know, the social security or other services that they would receive because they're making income. So essentially what my bill did, um, I was working with the, um, kind of mm -hmm. a task force was mm -hmm. essentially it would disregard some of that income so that you could continue to work but continue to get some of the services if it was for a rehabilitation purposes. So I think that was a really Makes big sense. bill that we passed for the disability community. Um, and I work wow. closely with them um, here both on Maui and on Oahu. Um, but you know, so those are, those are proud moments when you can get a bill like that passed. Um, yeah, so we spend 100%. a little bit of time on those big bills but I think the, the most rewarding bills are the, are the actually what we call capital improvement projects mm. that come to our district to help yeah. improve what, what is our capital? community. Oh. So capital improvement projects are large scale investments that mm -hmm. we fight for at the legislature mm -hmm. to create a large scale projects. So mm -hmm. one of them, one big example was um, the most recent one, and I was really proud of this, was we were able to secure $5 million uh, to renovate the UH Maui College dorm. Mm -hmm. And so you probably have noticed that those dorms were just kind of in disrepair. It was getting overgrown. Yeah. We've been pushing for I years to mm -hmm. really do something about it. We were like, this is such a waste. It's a prime land in a prime location. And we should do something good for the community. And so it started out as a conversation between myself and Rep Yamashita from upcountry and uh, mm. Senator Gil Keith Agaran. And the result was we were able to secure $5 million uh, and partner with the county to renovate that property. And so we just had a blessing to, for the renovation. And I think that's the most rewarding part is when you can see the fruits of your labor and I think mm -hmm. that it would be, it would be, it's going to be exciting when we see the final product, but at least mm -hmm. you can see some of that tangible um, benefits happening right now through the renovation. It's also yeah. employing people during COVID, right? Our Zumi brothers company mm -hmm. got won the contract uh, to complete the renovation. Uh, and in the end, it's going to be used for emergency housing for those who are in need. So low income housing folks um, will have a place That's awesome. with wraparound services. Um, wow. and so I think those are the most rewarding types of things. Uh, we secured mm -hmm. a whole lot of money for 
other projects, you know, Baldwin High School, we're going to see a new locker room hopefully be built in the next couple there of we years. Go. We secured $9 million for that. Um, we're going to, wow. uh, we secured money to uh, air conditioned all of Wailuku Elementary School. Um, hey. And, you know, Wailuku L. And that, for Baldwin, Shout out. For Baldwin, yeah, my fiance. Oh, fourth grade teacher there? Awesome. Yeah, fourth grade. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's great to hear. The next couple of years Come should on. be cool. Come on, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you go to Baldwin, Troy? I didn't. So I, because I grew up a country, I uh, went to Kinkikalike. Kinkai, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Dang, that's um, awesome. But yeah, so so those are the type of projects that mm. we uh, are, are trying to secure. And when we are able to see it through, I think that's the most re rewarding. It takes a lot because once you secure the money, that's only the first step. You then have to right. work with the department to extend the funds to make sure mm -hmm. that uh, it becomes a reality. So um, wow. but I think those are the funnest things to do when you're able to, to see the, the opening and see people using those facilities. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we can do as legislators is to, mm -hmm. to make those big improvements um, throughout our community. Mm -hmm. I love that, Troy. And that, that's what it's all about, right? Because you're, you're talking about action, going through the process and again to that end result and all the time, energy behind the scenes that you and everybody else puts in, it kind of slowly starts sprouting like a tree, all the times you're watering and I love that. I don't know why I thought about that. Maybe because the whole farmer background. <laughs> but uh, one of the last couple questions we like to ask Troy is, if you could go back and visit yourself as an 18 year old guy, what advice would you give yourself? You know, that's, that's a really good question. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, I think I would give myself the advice of you just have to take life as it comes. I think, I think when I look back at myself um, mm -hmm. going into, you know, from high school to college, mm -hmm. I think I had these really high expectations um, of what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be. I think I thought maybe I wanted to be in D.C. or, you know, be, do, 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 you know, be on the mainland and do really interesting things. But, you know, I think life, it, it, life will open doors that where you're supposed to be. And I think you have to, at some point, you have to trust that. And I think that the way that my life has unfolded, I think it brought me back home and I, I didn't really know why, but I think, you know, part of that reason probably was to, to serve in this capacity. And I think you have to believe in that, um, that life will, will play itself out for the better for yourself, but you have to have trust. And I know there will be some times where things don't make sense and you feel like, you know, things aren't working out. Um, but I think you just have to stick in, stick, with the plan and uh, what, what you feel is right um you have to trust um that things will work itself out you have to work hard though i think whatever you do you have to work hard to, and make sure that you put in your best effort um and i think in the end you, you things will hopefully work out for for the better um mm. and i think you know that's that's kind of your philosophy justin I, I know i think i i always get inspired and i don't know if i ever told you this but i think i first saw you on social media and I thought, who is this guy? He's so, such a motivational guy for such a young person, right? And I think I really respect someone who, who has that personality and that ability and who is able to share on their own story. Um, and I think you're, you're a prime example of, um, you know, success will come to those who work hard, have a positive attitude 
I think I share that philosophy um, that you have. Um, and so I'm grateful to, to be able to, you know, connect now with you and, you know, call, you know be a friend to you and be a supporter of you and what you're doing. Because um, it's, it's, that's, that's I think really what it's about throughout our community is making those connections um, and having that spirit of, of bettering where we live. Yeah, I like that. See, those are the things that are just so true, like what you're talking about, putting in the time, the work, you know, go all in, be humble. And I see, I, this is why we connected, Troy. This is why we clicked, because I could just feel something underneath all that. I was like, oh, Troy, man, he's a good guy. And for those behind the scenes or, or listening in the car or wherever you guys are listening to this, Troy is one of the big supporters and reasons why we were able to reopen when we did reopen. He helped us stay in the loop in terms of new laws, new changes from everything from needing a form for our team when they're out or driving to our gym or whatever it was. And all these different uh, legislations and bills that were passed almost like on a weekly basis during March till June and even to this day. Whenever I call Troy, you know, he answers, he, he always serves and tries to give back. And that's the one thing um, I really respect about you, Troy. And uh, I acknowledge that. And I appreciate that about you. So um, with that said, here's the final question, Troy. We, last, okay. we love to ask everybody is, what does fighting sickness with fitness mean to you when you hear that? You know, I think... That, that is just an inspiring message because I, I think I, I truly believe that if you stay active in life and you take care of your body, your body will then take care of you. But you have to put in that time to, to stay active and to, to stay fit. I think, you know, you know, making sure that you exercise every day it will, will do wonders for your body and your, your mind. Um, and I think we, we just we cannot stay yeah, you, know, you just can't stay seated and not do anything on a daily basis. I think it, you know, that time that you are working out, I think can be some of the most inspiring times. And um, at least for me, I, I really think of a lot of things while, while I'm active. Um, and so I think you're absolutely right, Justin. And I love, I love that concept that you come up with. Sickness. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sickness with fitness. Uh, and I think I, I'm a true believer. Love it. Troy, for those people listening that want to ask you questions or reach out to you or connect with you, how can they do that? Where can they find you? Yeah, feel free to email me at any time. My, my email address is rephashimoto at capital.hawaii.gov. I'm on Facebook at um, Rep Hashimoto, um, you know, on Instagram as well. So feel free to reach out to any of those platforms and we can talk story. And I, you know, if you have problems with government, I, I'm more than happy to help. Love it. And we'll put all those uh, information in the podcast description. And Troy, once again, thank you so much for jumping on the show and for sharing your experience and the things that you're doing to help our community. And thank you guys for everybody joining us and stay healthy and let's keep on fighting sickness with fitness.